Latin Connection. I am your host, Solange Marquez, and I am thrilled to have you for our weekly exploration of the most compelling stories shaping the countries across Latin America. In today's episode, we will be delving into the political landscapes of Mexico, Argentina, Ecuador, Guatemala, and Panama. From shifting alliances in Mexico's opposition to the geopolitical implications of China's increasing influence in Central America. We have it all. So let's start it. Our journey begins in Mexico, where the political arena is heating up with intriguing developments within the opposition. The Frente Amplio for Mexico, previously known as Vapor Mexico Coalition, has witnessed an unexpected twist. Santiago Creel withdrew from the race and has pledged his full support to Xochitl Galvez, a pan-senator and a favorite in the polls for the opposition's 2024 presidential candidate. This move for unity comes at a time when divisions are surfacing among the precandidates of the ruling Movimiento Regeneración Nacional Morena Party. This strategic alliance between Creel and Galvez could potentially shape the upcoming election, as they hold a history of collaboration dating back to 2001. With the race still underway, it remains to be seen how these shifts will influence the political landscape leading up to the announcement of the winning candidate on September 3rd. Turning our attention to Argentina, where recent developments are adding layers of complexity to its political and economic landscape. Sergio Massa, the presidential candidate of the ruling Unión por la Patria Coalition, embarked on a significant trip to Washington for discussions with the International Monetary Fund and members of the U.S. administration. This comes on the heels of the primary elections that generated uncertainty due to the strong performance of populist anti-system candidate Javier Milei. Milei's economic policy proposals and talks with the IMF underscored the economic uncertainties Argentina faces, with implications for the broader region. In another Argentina-related news, the government's Precios Justos price control program has garnered renewed commitment from 340 major companies in various consumer sectors. This initiative aims to cap price increases at 5% per month for 90 days for more than 52,000 products. Additionally, a credit program for small and medium-sized businesses supplying supermarkets has been announced. Amidst ongoing battles with soaring inflation, Argentina's attempts to stabilize its economy are taking center stage. Moving forward, we cross over to Ecuador, where recent referenda have left the nation with mixed reactions. The results of the referenda on banning oil drilling in the Yasuní National Park and mining in the Chocó Andino Forest have spurred polarized responses. Voter repudiation of the oil and mining sector in this referenda reflects a divided sentiment, drawing concern from the government while being hailed by environmentalists and indigenous leaders. This marks a critical juncture as Ecuador's political landscape unfolds, with the presidential runoff between left-wing candidate Luisa González and center-right candidate Daniel Novoa taking shape. González's alliance with former President Correa and Novoa's unexpected rise highlight the fluid dynamics of Ecuadorian politics. In 
In Guatemala, we witness a sweeping change as Bernardo Arevalo, an anti-corruption candidate, secures victory by a landslide. Arevalo won 58% of the vote. This outcome possesses a significant challenge to the established conservative political order. Arevalo's win and his party, Movimiento Semillas Principle and Oster Approach, sign a potential shift towards a new political era. However, his battle against corruption and efforts to regain institutional integrity will face hurdles in a legislative assembly dominated by representatives of the entrenched political elite. Assuming his triumph is confirmed and he's sworn in on January 14, 2024, Arevalo will face a daunting task to try and meet the high expectations. Movimiento Semilla will have 23 seats in the 160-seat Legislative Assembly. This is likely to make advancing his legislative agenda difficult and could frustrate voters expecting rapid change. Our journey concludes in Panama, where the National Assembly is engaging in discussions over a new 20-year mining contract with Minera Panama SA. This subsidiary of Fresh Quantum Minerals operates the Cobre Panama Copper Mine, which has played a pivotal role in diversifying Panama's economy. The discussions highlight the interplay between economic development, environmental concerns, and geopolitical interests. Meanwhile, the geopolitical landscape in Central America witnessed a significant shift as the Central American Parliament votes to replace Taiwan with China as a permanent observer. This decision underscores China's growing influence and challenges Taiwan's diplomatic relations in the region. As we navigate through these diverse stories, several key themes emerge that reflect broader trends across Latin America. The evolving dynamics of political alliances, the role of young voters, and the varying directions of leftist movements characterize the political landscapes of the countries we have explored today. In Mexico, the unity forged between Santiago Crila and Xochitl Galvez showcases the strategic importance of political alliances in shaping electoral outcomes. This move highlights the opposition's determination to present a unified front against the ruling party, Morena. On the flip side, divisions within Morena's precandidates point to potential vulnerabilities within the ruling party. As the race progresses, the political strategies of both sides will be critical in determining the next steps for the Mexico's political landscapes. Argentina's journey continued to be shaped by economic challenges and policy responses. The engagement with the IMF and the debates surrounding economic policies highlight the delicate balance that Argentina must strike between addressing economic problems and political considerations. The Precios Justos program and the broader efforts to combat inflation demonstrate the government's attempts to alleviate the burden on consumers while grappling with economic complexities. These developments underscore the interconnectedness of economic stability and political legitimacy. In Ecuador and Guatemala, the influence of young voters is increasingly prominent. Both countries witness candidates capitalizing on youth support and presenting themselves as alternatives to the political establishment. The cases of Luisa González and Bernardo Arevalo exemplify the potential for fresh voices and outsider perspectives to capture the imagination of young voters seeking change. These stories reflect the evolving demographics and aspirations of Latin American societies 
and signal a shift in the power dynamics within their respective political landscapes. The divergent paths of movements from the left in Ecuador and Guatemala illuminate the nuanced ideological currents within the broader left-leaning spectrum in the region. Arevalo's progressive yet pragmatic approach in Guatemala and González's association with the legacy of Rafael Correa in Ecuador showcase the complexities of crafting political narratives that resonate with diverse constituencies. The outcomes of these elections underscore the integrated balance that left-leaning parties must strike between principal stances and broader appeal to the electorate. And that concludes this week's episode of Latin Connection. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Follow us on social media and stay connected. I'm Solange Marquez, your host, signing off. Hasta luego.